all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hmm. Well, I was just thinking of something. This was just on my mind for the last few days. When someone confronts you, or you in a a, a a battle or argument or some type of situation that's going on in your life with someone or many individuals and something like that, and y'all just they just keep pushing an issue or whatever like that, or they go around another way after everything seems to be settled, they continue to attack you. They continue to manipulate you in different type of ways until they get what they want, even though you might have just said, okay, this is done. I see what you're doing. But they continue to do it. They continue to manipulate you. Would that be called an agenda? Would, you, would that be called an agenda? Or someone has a conflict against you and they plan to do something. Or they have an idea to hurt you. Or something like that. Would that be called an agenda? If someone was in a relationship, or just say you you was you was in a relationship, you know, and someone was interested in a young lady or a young man that she was interested in, and they just kept trying different ways or sending different people or doing different things to manipulate that relationship with you and that young lady or you and that young man because they either don't like you or they want to just make the break the relationship up because they just disagree because both of you guys are different races. One might be black, one might be white, or one might be red, one might be blue. I'm just throwing out colors now. And uh, they want to, they have a plan to break it up. Is that an agenda? Sometimes I, I, you know, sometimes I get confused, but I understand what the concept of agenda is. Okay, all right. You know, the reason I'm bringing this up because I have something very, uh, very profound. I want you to listen to. You know, I have a guest audio on here from video. Guest audio from video that I want you to what that I want you to hear, and. We, the church, our time is coming. Our time is close for the catching away of the church, for the blessed hope, which uh, a lot of us call the rapture. The rapture is the word raptosis, raptosinus, which was a Latin word that means the rapture, the catching away of the church. 
And I know a lot of churches don't talk about the rapture too much then. Back back when I was in California and back then when I was uh, in Mobile, Alabama, you heard so much about the rapture. You heard so many songs about the rapture, you know, you know, by and by, you know, the Lord has come to get us. You heard different old hymns and stuff like that about the rapture. But, you know, maybe it's just me, but I don't hear too much uh, about that too much in churches. And uh, me, myself, I'm not even in a local church now. You know, I understand that we are the church. We're in the body of Christ. And I'm not just saying don't go to church. I'm just haven't found the church that I'm into right now because since I found the uh the uh how to rightly divide God's word, I'm just not finding the real teaching in the church today. I'm not find I find a lot of show and a lot of, you know, manipulation. Um you know, a lot of stuff that the Bible is not doing today and I'm not and a lot of false teaching. But I'm not saying all the churches, you know, so I have to really for me to get join a church and I don't like to use the word join because I don't think nobody should join the church they should just go because the church is the organism the church is the body of Christ not the buildings and uh people get confused about that you know the church is not the building the church is the people the body of Christ the organism the body of Christ that's the church and so I'm not I don't have a regular church I go to so you know I do Ministry. I listen to different ministers and everything, and I fellowship different ways. Sometimes, mostly virtually now, or I listen to different pastors and ministers like that. But I'm not per se as people will use today joining a church. Okay, so, but I listen to listen to churches on TV. I listen to programs and everything like that. So you know, that's what I do now. So I'm not in a particular church. Never said I'm not going to go to a particular church, but I'm I'm very me myself now since I'm learning the Word of God so much rightly divided now and dispensationally teaching me, you know, from different teachers and ministers. Now I'm learning the, the word of God. I'm very cautious of what church I go to if they're, if they're not teaching God's word rightly divided. You know, that might sound selfish, but I think a lot of us need to think about that. If if we're not studying the word of God, uh, if we're studying the word of God, we just sense an error and the pastor's not listening. They're not willing to listen to you when you just see error or something like that. You know, you know, you just got to you got to ask yourself and just say, you know, if I'm am I in the right church or if am I really getting fed by the word of God? But I'm not here to talk about that. OK, I'm, I, I get the rambling and I go here and I go there and I get people confused. And I don't want the ones listening to me to be confused where I'm going. I start out with the agenda. And the reason I started off that way, because. You know, I see a lot of things that I'm going to say people call themselves believers. And sometimes they don't call themselves believers. They just quote a lot of scriptures and they, they put a lot of things in Facebook and they do this and they do that. And they just, you know, they talk religious and they and they talk Jesus and they quote different scriptures and stuff like that. And I hear a lot of that and everything. But I notice a lot of, of the so-called believers and some real believers are very ignorant of what's going on around them. It's just like they ignore everything that's going on around them. They really don't know what's happening. You know, the Bible said, follow the signs when it comes to the return of Christ for Israel. Yes. But in between of following those signs, there's something that's supposed to happen even more miraculous is the rapture of the church. Of the rapture of the church. And I think a lot of the believers and Christians got away from that blessed hope that Christ is going to get the church, you know, because sometimes when I talk about that through another believer, they kind of just, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's, they don't even really look into that. They they know some somewhat about Jesus' second coming. Uh, they don't even know nothing about the millennium kingdom. It's a lot of Christians 
or and uh, religious people don't know nothing about the second coming of Christ. So I'm just going to talk about my believers. I'm going to talk about Christians, that's true Christians, that believe in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, and uh, the ignorance of the body of Christ today. You know, when I mean ignorance, people think that means you stupid. No, ignorance means you just don't know. That's all ignorance means. You know, you just don't know. So don't don't send any comments saying I'm calling people stupid. I'm just saying that we, I'm saying we, including myself, is ignorant in certain things of what's going on going on around us. Okay. And what I mean, what's going on around us is, you know, people say, I don't get into politics. I don't blame you. People say, I don't get into this. I don't get into that. I don't care what's going on around the world, what's happening in the news, because all I don't want to do is stand my Bible and pray and everything. And God is going to protect me and everything, you know, sounds good, but it's stupid because you need to know what's going on around you. You need to watch certain things that's happening around you because, you know, even though we I'm not waiting for the second coming of Christ when he stepped back here on earth, I know when those things and things that's going on around us that's looking kind of fishy and smelly, I know that my redemption is near of Christ coming to get me, Christ coming to get the church, okay? But what I want to talk about or what someone else is going to talk about is what's going on around us. And I think we need to pay attention attention to it. Not to be afraid, body of Christ, not to be scared, but to be kind of just say, oh, wow, our Redeemer is going to be here soon to come get us out. What's going on? Get us out of the rapture. It's close. Not Jesus' second coming. Because I'm talking about his rapture, the rapture of the church, the blessed hope that taking away of the church, which is coming, which Second uh, Thessalonians talk about, what First Corinthians talk about. They talk about, you know, the, the catching away of the church, the blinking of an eye, our new bodies. That's what I'm looking for when I see what's going on around us. But a lot of believers don't even know what's going on around us, let alone waiting for the second, waiting for the rapture of the church. I'm sorry, the rapture of the catching away of the church. Okay. Agenda. There's an agenda against the United States. There is an agenda against the United States. There is an agenda against the church. Now, I'm not putting the United States and the church in the same category, so don't get me, category, don't get me wrong. But the United States has got a big, big part and these end times, whether you believe it or not, the United States has got a big part in what's going to go on in the end times before and even after the church is gone. And then even before, later than that, going into the tribulation period, the United States has got a big part in it. And I'm going to get into that in another in another segment that's going to probably surprise a lot of people who I bring on here to talk about that and then I'm going to give my opinion. I like to have people guess on here whether it's by physically or audio and then I give my opinion what I feel about it. That don't mean I'm right. That don't mean they wrong. That don't mean they wrong. That don't mean I'm right. I just give my opinion. I try to keep it biblically. So, what I want to want you guys to listen to is this, is this powerful video audio from this guest. His name is Charles Lawson. I don't know if any of you guys heard of, or, or young ladies heard of Charles Lawson, you know, but I think he's into a lot of end times. I like eschatology. Eschatology talks about the end times. I love 
hearing about the end times because he brings hope to me. It bring, it lifts me up that our, our God is an awesome God and he has a timeline. So I like listening to eschatology, okay? That's, eschatology just means end time prophecy talking. What's going to happen in the end times and everything. That's what the church, the rapture of the church, Israel, the millennium kingdom, the fullness of time, the great white throne judgment and the judgment seat of Christ. I like to hear eschatology. So when it's dispensationally, rightly divided, taught right. And you got some good teachers out there. You got some good teachers from some different, different denominations. We might not agree on our doctrine, but we are, but we agree a lot on the end times. Let me say that again. A lot of denominations might we might not agree on the doctrine, long as it's salvation. That's the only time I'm going to really debate or really speak up on how to be saved. But anything else, we can disagree. With. We can disagree on that and everything. And I'm getting in the big book of Romans right there because I don't want to get to the point of judging people with their different beliefs or something like that. When, it's, when it comes to salvation, then that's a serious thing. Then I got to speak up on salvation and I got to correct some uh, doctrine on that or I want somebody to correct me when it comes to salvation, okay? But anytime we be- disagree on something else, that's okay. I, I can't, you know, as long as it's just going, if it's going totally to the left from the word of God, then I'm going to speak up, you know. So it is always a time to speak when it comes to the word of God. It's okay to speak up, you know. Even argue sometimes. Good arguments, good debates, it's okay sometimes. Even though I don't like it, but when you speak up, when it comes to certain doctrines of God and certain salvation, or how to be saved or something like that, or the gospel, that's very important because people go to hell on that people not knowing the true way uh, of be safe can go to hell so I'm going to speak up on that but any kind of disagreeing about doctors or, or whatever or you feel about this or you're doing this that's okay because that's not, not going to mean nothing to God if you're a true Christian at the judgment seat of Christ okay but I want to talk about what's going on around us and I think a lot of us uh, is not really paying attention to what's going on that's going to lead and people are caught up into what's going on with the COVID and it has powered up and then what's going on with these different things with the vaccines and whatever like that but I want to talk about the deeper things that has to do with COVID-19 that has to do with these vaccines that has to do with all these uh ungodly laws been passed it has to do with that you cannot ignore that you cannot close your eyes you can either get into it you can either focus on it you don't have to get out there and be on a line and holding flags and whatever like that you don't worship america you worship god and let me say that again you don't worship america you worship god but you respect your country you should love your country anybody whatever country they're in they should love their country and try to speak up for their country but i'm not talking about protesting or nothing like that i'm not into that i let everybody else do that and i'm not knocking them i'm not talking about riots i'm talking about protests i'm not into protesting or marching or nothing like that but i still love my country and i will speak up for my country i still believe in our freedom and i still believe in our constitution i don't know the whole constitution i'm gonna be honest with you and everything like that, but I know some of the things that's part of the United States of America. It's a certain law and a certain constitution for America. That's why we're free now, and we must not forget that, okay? So, that's why I started with America first. There's an agenda to take care of down America. And I, I said this earlier in the podcast, if America go down, church, listen to this. Whatever your side you on or whoever you don't like, or whatever denomination you, or de- not denomination, I'm sorry, but whatever you know, political party you voting for or didn't vote for, look at it this way. 
look at follow what they believe in follow what they're the laws they are uh, paying i mean passing church i'm talking to the church not the unbelievers i'm talking to the believers pay attention to that believers okay black and white believers latino asian whatever pay attention to that okay that's all i'm saying because there's something going on around us that we are missing and we're not paying attention to so for, for without further ado I want you to listen to something. I want you to just come up with your own conclusion. But listen carefully at what uh, uh, this 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 man is talking about, Charles Lawson. It's called the Agenda 2030. Now, let me give you just uh, a little synopsis or a little introduction before I get to this uh, this this video. It's a, uh, something that's called the 2030 man, uh, movement. And what that is, is something by the United Nations. Uh, United Nations. It's called the 2030 movement. I don't know if a lot of you guys or ladies heard of this, but you need to stop paying attention and start Googling this stuff. What's going on around you? What's going on in your country? Because you do live in the United States, whether you like it or not. It's going to affect you, okay? It's called the 2030 agenda. And what that is, it's a, a 193 top billionaires and leaders and politicians around the world, listen to me carefully, around the world that has 17 goals, 17 goals to make the world perfect. Listen to me again. They have 17 goals to make the world perfect. I want you to Google those 17 goals. It's called the SDG. It's called the, uh, what is it called? I forget. But it's called the, uh, it's called it's it's a it's a it's a 17 goals that they have okay it's called the sdg it's called the sdg what it is is 17 goals they have what their goals are those 17 goals is to make the world perfect <laughs> okay so this is for real to make the world perfect i want you to listen to this video then i'm gonna get to it more and i'm gonna just you know give my opinion on that they have 17 goals to do that that's to make the, it's, it's called the great reset i don't know if you heard of the great reset but it's called the great reset very interesting it's all on youtube and google you can't miss it they tell you what they're trying to do and it sounds beautiful and good they want that they want to take away world hunger that's one of them, one of the big ones. They want to take, they want to make a, a strong economy, but everybody be on the same even keel. Socialism, the same even keel. Communism leads to the same even keel and everything like that. They want to stop. They want to stop all hunger. They want to stop all poverty. They want to stop all that. But they, they, they have one goal. It's going to be a one pot. It's going to be a one rule. New normal. New normal. You heard that term with new normal? Dr. Uh, Blexit, uh, Dr. Burks used to be Trump's, one of Trump's uh, uh, health advisors. I think well, Dr. Burks used with Dr. Fauci, you know, they're called the new normal. A lot of people start using that new normal uh, stuff, which I hate it. But anyway, I don't want you to be persuaded and I don't want you to be dissuaded by me. I don't want you to be persuaded and I don't want you to be dissuaded by this teacher and other teachers I'm going to have on here by audio. They're not here with me physically, but they're going to be by audio, you know, and, I, and I'm going to let you listen to this called the Agenda 2030. There is a goal by the United Nations. The United Nations has a goal to make the world perfect in 2030. Here it is, 2021 now. What they got, what, nine more years to make this goal? That's their goal. 
to make the world one, to bring the whole world all together and make them one. Remember, new world order. That's all I have to say. Body of Christ, saints, this is real. This is happening right around you. This is happening right before your eyes. We need to pay attention. But I want you to listen to this video by audio. And I want you to listen to it. And I want you to just pay attention to what this man, this brother is teaching, Charles Lawson. Okay? So pay attention to this because this is very serious. And we need to pay attention to what's, what's going on around us. Okay? All right. Let me find my information right here. And it's about 25, 26 minutes. So please be patient with me because I want you to listen to the whole thing. It's called the Agenda 2030. They have 17 goals to make the world perfect. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you some, uh, uh, my next podcast because uh, I want to follow up. It's, at least all of this. Remember the 45 goals I said to bring down America that started right back in the 30s? All this comes together. You know, there are communist, socialist goals to bring America down. Why I keep saying America? Because if you bring America down, the whole world is going to fall. And I'm going to tell you, and it might not be shocking, it might be shocking. Why? Uh, I, I'm going. Why I believe this about America, but I'm not going to talk about that now. I'm going to let you listen to this because everything is coming into fruition, and a lot of these goals is taking place right now with different parties and different billionaires. The billionaires and some evil billionaires out there really want to take over the world. This sounds like TV and movies, but this is real. This is biblically. This is what the Bible talking about the New World Order. But I want you to listen to this, and I want you to not. You don't need to be trying to guess, oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to start Googling this stuff yourself and you need to find out because some of you are going to be deceived. That's listening. And some of you not, but some of you are going to be deceived and, not, and don't even want to hear it. OK, but I'm going to play this and I'm going to let you go from there. This is Charles Lawson. This is called Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030 by Charles Lawson, about 26 minutes long. Then I'll get back to you about what my opinion do we close from there. Thank you. God bless. Listen to this. Charles Lawson. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Father, I pray that you give me the gift of teaching this morning. And we pray the Holy Spirit will open our heart and our mind, our soul, our eyes, our being to make us aware of where we are, the century that we live in, place and the time, what's happening about us. In thy name I pray, amen. All right, turn to the book of Daniel, chapter number 12 this morning, please. Daniel chapter 12. 
Daniel chapter number 12. Scripture says, at that time, verse 1, shall Michael, who is like God, that's what that name means, stand up. The great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was, never was on this earth since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. All right. Now you've got the word of God before you there. This was written, book of Daniel, along about 500 B.C. And uh, somewhere along in there, 400. And the book of Daniel is a book of um, prophecy. And the Lord Jesus Christ referred to it and said, if you've heard of Daniel the prophet, that's important because liberalism comes along and says that Daniel was something that was written way after the fact because he prophesies of successive Gentile kingdoms, beginning with Babylon, Medo-Persia, Grecia, and then Rome. And in Rome, the legs split, and at the bottom, you have feet that are mixed with iron, iron feet with iron and clay, which do not mix. And the Bible says, they shall mingle themselves with the, uh, with the seed of men. This past Wednesday night, I talked to uh, the uh, prayer meeting about about uh, 12 things that uh, uh, the New World Order is, uh, is going to implement to bring about this New World Order, and it would do us well to know that. Now, there is posted on the Internet a, uh, I forget what it's called, the uh, uh, Agenda 2030, I think is the name of it, Agenda 2030, and it lays out there, I read it uh, yesterday, it lays out their intent to bring about a one-world government, no question about it, and whatever means possible, they're going to do it. All of this, of course, is under the under the uh, guise that it's for the betterment of mankind, all of that. But it's happening, as you listen to me this morning. Now, this coronavirus that is uh, raging across this country and around the world, uh, there's a lot of doubt about the origins of it. Uh, on the surface of it, it came from uh, China, Wuhan, the laboratory there next to the fish market, and probably did. But there may be more going on. There may be a whole lot more going on than, uh, than, than you see on the surface. You understand that a lot of things are given for public consumption, don't you? You understand that? Public consumption. And, you know, that's the public line. But the reality is that it goes much deeper than that. Listen to this. Medical doctors declare the pandemic was planned. A group of over 500 medical doctors in Germany called Doctors for Information made a shocking statement during a press conference. They say the corona panic is a play. It's a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood we're in the midst of a global crime. This large group of medical experts publishes a medical paper on 500,000 copies each week to inform the public about the massive misinformation in the mainstream media. They also organize mass protests in Europe, like the one in August 29, 2020, where 12 million people signed up and several million actually showed up 
Why do these 500 plus medical doctors say the pandemic's a global crime? What do they know that we don't? That's important. Hundreds of Spanish medical doctors say the pandemic is planned. In Spain, a group of 600 medical doctors called Doctors for Truth made a similar statement during a press conference. COVID-19 is a false pandemic created for political purposes. This is a world dictatorship with a sanity, sanitary excuse. We urge doctors, the media, and political authorities to stop this criminal operation by spreading the truth. It's quite remarkable. Now, this is what's on the, on the Internet. Number three. In 2015, a testing method was patented for COVID-19. Think on that. Think hard on that. 2015, a system and method for testing COVID-19 patented by Richard Rothschild with a Dutch government organization. 2015. Number four. Millions of COVID-19 test kits sold in 2017 and 18, as we know the new COVID-19 disease appeared in China towards the end of 2019. Therefore, it was named COVID-19, which is an acronym for Coronavirus Disease 2019. Data from the World Integrated Trade Solution, however, shows something astonishing. In 2017 and 18, two years before COVID-19, hundreds of millions of test kits were, uh, for COVID-19 were distributed worldwide. This baffling data was discovered by someone on September 5, 2020, who posted it on social media. The next day, it went viral all over the world. September the 6th, uh, WITS, an acronym for something, WITS, suddenly changed the original designation, COVID-19, into the vague medical test kit. Somebody's playing this, aren't they? Number six, the COVID-19 project, listen to this, is planned until 2025. The World Bank shows that COVID-19 is a project that is planned to continue until the end of March 2025. So the intention is to continue it for another five years. Now, this, of course, is, a, is if the Almighty allows it. You know, they, they, Satan makes his plans, but God's the one who rules. You know, we, they plan, but God's the one who rules. Anthony Fauci guaranteed a pandemic within the next two years in 2017. Anthony Fauci made a strange prediction with an even stranger certainty. With complete confidence, Fauci announced that during the first term of President Trump, a surprise outbreak of an infectious disease would surely happen. Here's what he said, quote, There is no question there is going to be a challenge for the coming administration in the area of infectious diseases. There will be a surprise outbreak. There is no doubt in anyone's mind about this. How could Fauci guarantee a surprise outbreak to happen during the first term of Trump administration? What did he do? know that we don't? And on it goes. Now I'll close and I'll end this segment with this. Bill and Melinda Gates 
one of the richest men in the world. Right now he's worth $90,000 million or somewhere thereabouts. Uh, it's not worth his time to stop and pick up a $1,000 bill. It's not worth his time. Bill and Melinda Gates guaranteed an imminent global pandemic in 2018. Bill Gates publicly announced a global pandemic was on its way that could wipe out 30 million people. He said this would probably happen during the next decade. Melinda Gates added that an engineered virus, engineered virus, engineered virus, engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat. Engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat. And also assured the world, assured this would hit humanly, humanity in the coming years. A global pandemic is on its way. An engineered virus is humanity's greatest threat. This will happen in the next decade. Bill Gates, 2018. All right. You know, there's a lot more, but I, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to get into it. I'll leave it up here, though. These notes, this is mind-boggling because I, well, you only have so much time in here. This is remarkable. I mean, this is one of the most remarkable things. I do a lot of digging, though. You know, you have to dig. You have to mine. You have to get underground sometime, dig some tunnels, and build some structure. You've got to dig around, scratch around if you're going to find something. Now, how many of you in here this morning were not here Wednesday night? All right, good, good. Uh, you're going to hear something now. I'm going to go back over this because of uh, uh, it's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. These are the 12 steps that they intend to use to bring about a one-world authoritarian, uh, dictatorial, communistic, Marxist-type government where they dictate to you when you get up, when you go to bed, where you live, where you uh, sleep, what you do, where you work, what you eat, control every movement that you make, monitor everything that you do. And we're going to start with this. Number one, create a problem. Take a flu-like illness with very common symptoms that can be easily treated and a 99.97 recovery rate, essentially a bad dose of seasonal flu. And I'm saying I agree with this statement, but I'm going to give it out just so you can think about it. But like the regular flu can be dangerous to people with weak immune systems or serious underlying health issues, call it COVID-19. I agree with the four-star general, Jack Keane, who says this is an engineered virus. Just the other day, they reported in, where it was in Morristown or Jefferson City up here, that 12 people, I think they said, have died in a, in a nursing home. And, and the figure is something like 120 or 30 people uh, 60 something of them patients and, and 30, 40, 50 workers have been infected with this. Now, that's not the common flu. I've been around a while. Flu is, flu is not, the, flu is contagious, but it's not that contagious. This is an oddity. It's a novel thing. But make no mistake about it, it came from somewhere. Have you ever noticed how the news media doesn't get all upset about where this came from? Really? It's, don't you think it's don't you think that it would be helpful if we knew where it came from knew the origins of it who created this thing i think it would be number two provoke a terrified reaction use the mainstream media to provoke to provoke massive fear ensure daily reporting of any death of someone with covid as being a death from covid now there's a nuance there there's a there's a difference see you can die with COVID from a lot of different things because it affects them. But if you die from COVID, that means it directly killed you. 
difference here. Report all cases even though most people have no or mild symptoms. Bribe scientists with grants and doctors with bonus payments for supporting testing and vaccinations. Number three, impose lockdowns. I watched a video yesterday of a young woman sitting in a uh, stadium and she didn't have her mask on. For whatever reason, I don't know, but this police officer came up there and confronted her and wound up tasing her in the stadium. This woman gets tased. Folks, you know how many people die every year from being tased? That's not as safe as they want you to think. You're, you're hit with, what, 5,000 volts or something like that? Tased for not having her mask on. Listen to this. Impose lockdowns. Impose national, local lockdowns. Commence the Great Reset to transfer wealth and power to global corporations, the financial elite. And that's exactly what's happening. They've been talking about uh, the multi-multi-billionaires, how their coffers now are expanding. And we got people now that can't even pay their bills. Why? What's going on here? Uh, destroy small businesses, strengthen global corporations, cause a massive rise in state debt to international financiers, and push cashless payments. Number four, exaggerate cases. Use totally unreliable PCR tests to massively exaggerate the number of cases or so-called infections among healthy people who have no symptoms and cannot spread any infection. Number five, mandate face mask. Promote fear and to signal public compliance by mandating masks. In reality, cloth masks are totally ineffective against any virus. Prolonged use of masks actually increases health risks due to lack of oxygen, breathing in waste air, and fungal infections. And there's a lot going on about the mask. And all I can say when I, when I talk about this is what I've read, because I'm not an authority on this. I don't know any more about uh, the transmission of, of, of bacteria and all of that than the news media. And they don't know squat. <laughs> and I don't either. But I know what I read. And that's what we have to do. We have to read. Mandate the mask. Number six, impose contact tracing. Now it gets technical. Now this is the thing. This is how they control you. Impose contact tracing. Normalize surveillance. Get people to accept having all of their personal movements in contact with people trafficked, tracked, recorded, and analyzed. For a good purpose, contact tracing. We want to stop the flow, transmission of this virus. So we want to find out who's touched who, who's been with who, and so forth and so on. But what you're doing, you've got to watch this. You have to be constantly on the alert. Eternal surveillance. Eternal watch. Watch, watch, watch. What is it leading to? Number seven, impose health passports and ID systems. Here we go. Introduce health passport apps for smartphones as a form of biometric identity card to monitor and control people's freedom of movement and ability to access education, employment, and all types of services. These will become a global digital identity system that will compulsory will be compulsory to go anywhere. There we go. Cannot buy or cannot sell except they receive the mark of the beast. We've never lived in a time, folks, when that kind of technology was available where you could control the whole world. You've got to keep that in mind. Never been in that kind of technology. 
Number nine, mandatory vaccination will generate massive profits for big pharma corporations who have 100% legal immunity for all injuries and deaths. Vaccines will destroy natural immunity, increase sterility rates, and promote global depopulation. New DNA and RNA vaccines will create genetically modified humans, bioengineered for obedience, sterility, and easy control. Now, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Just the other day, two women were awarded the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Prize for being able to split genes, manipulate DNA. And you know, it's what a couple of years ago I started talking to you about CRISPR-Cas9. A couple of years ago. And now it's progressed to that point. And it'll continue to progress. It's, it's, it's quite a thing. It's quite a thing. Uh, it's, it, it's, in one way, it's exciting in my lifetime to see stuff like this happen. But on the other hand, I'm a Bible believer, and I see how this is fulfilling prophecy. People are upset today. Christians are their own edge. I've never seen a time when people, they're uncertain. Uncertainty brings that. See, this affects your services. This affects everything. It affects your joy, your peace. Because you know what's going to happen. You see, a man was shot dead yesterday in Denver, Colorado, because he sprayed another man with pepper spray, and that man shot him dead right there in his tracks. This is the kind of this is the kind of stress. I read yesterday where they're telling people get ready at this election, November third. Get ready, because they say that either way there's going to be massive unrest like the country's never seen before. That's what they're saying. I'm not trying to alarm, be an alarmist, but I am saying this. Watch, watch, watch. Be careful. Be careful. Pardon? Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Caesar giveth and Caesar taketh away. Yes. All right. Now we go to a cashless economy. Look at this. Cash allows people to shop privacy and privacy. With cash, the state does not know what, where, or when you buy something. A cashless economy means a total loss of financial privacy as all purchases can be constantly monitored and controlled. Access to big, access to digital finance can be withdrawn from anyone who dissents from officially approved purchases, views, or behavior. In plain words, you can't buy or sell. Meditate on that. <laughs> you can't buy or sell if they don't approve of your of your participation. Take the mark. Take the mark. Take the mark. Take the mark. Swear allegiance. Take the mark. Take the mark. You can buy. You can sell. You can live. You can live the life of uh, used to when I was a kid. They call it the life of Riley. How many has ever heard of the life of Riley? <laughs> All right, William Bendix. I think he played the, played the life of Riley. But you have to uh, you have to conform. You have to conform. And then to compel the RFID microchip implants, radio frequency ID. That's what RFID stands for. Okay, move from health passport apps to more convenient radio frequency identity microchip implants that allow constant 24-7 monitoring of health movements, contacts, and digital payments 
With RFID chips, all human privacy will be completely cease. Initially, these chips will be voluntary. Once normalized, they will become compulsory. Radio frequency ID, RFID. They're tracking you now. They're controlling you. Sure, it's already out there, all that is. But it's not, it's not what you call normalized. Here's what normalized means. When you go in the grocery store, everybody's got a mask on, all right? That's normalized. Everybody's participating. It's part of the general scene, part of the general culture. That's normalized. I mean, for years, people have done everything under the sun. It's unbelievable, but it's not normalized. But this will become normalized. And then finally, a depopulated, high-tech, totalitarian world with genetically modified humans, weakened natural immunity, microchipped permanently connected to the Internet, monitored and controlled 24-7, human beings will be reduced to the level of biological machines, Living in a totalitarian prison, the real goal of this so-called Great Reset is high-tech fascism, communism. COVID is merely the excuse. How far are we away from that? This election, November the 3rd, may tell us. Donald Trump is a nationalist. He is a, and of course they've demonized that term too. You ever notice how they work? Nationalism. He's, he's, he's a populist. What's that mean? That means the people support him. All right. Donald Trump is not a globalist. That means he's on the outs with a lot of Republicans and Democrats. He's not a globalist. He doesn't. He wants America to, have, to retain its sovereignty. Is that okay? How many is that okay with? That's good with me. We retain our sovereignty. How do we retain it? By our history. By our borders by our common culture, by our common language. We retain our sovereignty, by our patriotism to our country. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't support a globalist, one world, uh, agenda 2030 type world. We swear allegiance to the flag, United States of America, the Republic of which it stands, one nation. Indivisible, with what? All right. I don't know how many times in four years I saluted that flag or wore my hand out. <laughs> you know, when you go in the military, boy, you're moving his arms moving. <laughs> the flag. I hate to see these punks out here in the street burning that flag and they never served in the military a day of their life. That bothers me. Amen. That bothers me. But anyway, that's the freedom we have in America. That's, I believe in that freedom. I believe in the freedom of speech. I believe you have a right to say what you want to say. And you have a right to say it within certain guidelines, of course. You can't scream fire in a, in a, in a theater. You know, that's given as the, as the classic example. But you should have freedom of speech. And you shouldn't be ostracized for it. You shouldn't lose your job for it. You know, you shouldn't be traced for it. You should have that freedom of speech. And so should I. That is precious. It's called the First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States of America. The, the news media in this country stands strong, true, loud for the First Amendment as it applies to them, but not you. That's the problem. So how far are we from a totalitarian, one-world government? We may be closer than we think. Uh, 
How many of you heard in the news lately about stacking the court? Stacking the court. So what does that mean? Well, right now we have nine justices in the process of adding one to take uh, the place of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This this lady, Tamara Barrett, isn't it? Her name uh, Barrett, Connie Barrett. They're going to start hearings tomorrow, and uh, you'll see a lot of pontificating Monday. Oh, I get so sick of that stuff. But Tuesday and Wednesday, they'll begin to question her and deal with her personally, okay, to, re- to fill the seat. So you have nine justices of the Supreme Court. Joe Biden will not answer the question as to whether he will stack the court or not. What does that mean? Put 15 of them in there. And you can control this nation. You're supposed to have three branches of government, legislative, executive, and, uh, and, and, and uh, judicial. You've got three branches of government, but the, the judicial branch will be far above and beyond what the Constitution ever gave it. This is what they're going to do. The Democrats want to get control of this nation. And if they get it the way they want it, they'll have it for a hundred years or better. You don't think I'm... You think I'm kidding you? This election is the the most important election in our life. He will not answer the question about stacking the court. I heard on the news, CBS said, even they, as bad as the news media is, even they, the, the mainstream media, they're saying, this is not good. Because here's the last from Joe, uh, uh, what's his, Biden. His last statement, they don't need to know. They don't have a right to know. Yeah, that's the attitude of these globalists. And that's where we are. All right. Hallelujah. Have a nice day. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. figure out how to navigate these troubles. All right. That was uh, this gentleman, this brother in Christ. His name is Charles Lawson. And the name of that uh, that video, which I just played on audio because you cannot see it if, anyway because we're on audio, but you need to uh, look up the video called the, the Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. By Charles Lawson. Agenda 2030 by Charles Lawson. Okay. All right. Now, after hearing that, and you listeners that's listening to that, now, some of you might not even want to hear that, or some of you just did not understand it. And some of you just probably want to ignore it, and some of you just saying, wow, that's really going on. And the reason I'm, I'm gonna get to my opinion and what, and, and I'm gonna have, and I got a comment of what I feel about the whole thing, not only about this tape, but what I've been looking into things myself, what I agree and disagree with. But I play these things to let the body of Christ know what's going on around them, and I don't want us to be so complacent and stuck in our ways. And we miss prophecy. We miss things that's going on. The majority of the prophecies in the Bible has been fulfilled already. Okay. But I want you to also understand this. The sign of the times has been going on for years and years and years. God prophesied certain things is going to be happening in the book of Daniel, the uh, Jeremiah, the book of Revelation. They prophesied, uh, prophesied about a lot of things. Prophesying for the ones that don't understand it means foretelling. You know, predicting. Pre- no, I'm not going to even say predicting because predicting just say I can predict something doesn't mean it's going to happen. But foretelling is meaning you know something is going to happen in the future. You are it is already done. It is already finished. It just haven't come into fruition yet. But by George is going to be fulfilled. And the only one that does that is God. So God used prophets in time past. He used prophets. To tell them what's going to, to reveal to them what's going to happen in the future. And everything he have told them came to fruition. Okay. So God used those prophets. That's why I don't, I know it's no prophecy for today. You know, you have certain mystical people. You have the Nostradamuses and people like that. They're just copying what they found out in the Bible and everything, disasters and everything like that. You can think what you want to. God is the only one can foretell the future. Satan can use people to manipulate things that's going to happen, but it's manipulation. You know, you got these seers, you got these psychics and everything. They use gimmicks. They use demonic tricks. You know, they use a lot of mysterious things, but God is the only one that can foretell the future. Okay. I wanted to make that point. Okay. 
this agenda, when I when I started off with talking about agenda, agenda to me means a plan. I'm gonna look in the dictionary and get the true definition definition on uh, definition on that word. But agendas, and some of you that's listening, if you know you know you know what agenda is, probably more better than me. But agenda always means something that's planned, something just just uh just just something just. I have an agenda to make myself better in a good way. I have an agenda to do this to make myself better. Or it could be a negative way. I have an agenda to take over this store. I have an agenda to break in this store. I have an agenda to destroy this marriage. I have an agenda to break up this church. Agenda means you're planning something good or you're planning something evil. You're planning something good or you're planning something evil against something for your own good. That's all that means. Agenda is planned. So therefore, there is an agenda to bring down America. There's always been an agenda because of jealousy, because of different things, and, 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 some, and some of the things, America got their hands in a lot of dirty stuff, and they're going to pay for it. Yes, America is going to pay for the, the things that they have done. You know, America has been blessed, in my opinion, for so long because of their belief in the morals of God, their, the, the, the belief of the, uh, the imperfect forefathers and different things like that, you know, all the way back to the pilgrims, you know, the finding of the founding of the United States. Columbus believing that it was a world round, even though they was, people was telling it was flat. He believed, and I'm not saying he's a Christian because I don't believe he was, you know, he was just as much of a sinner as us, but he did believe the world, the earth was round when he sailed, so blah, blah, blah. It's another story. But we have to understand God predicts the future. God foretells the future, you know, and he used prophets and time passed to do that. All right. Now, to make a long story short, or to make a short story long, let me put it that way, because I got to have to make a short story long. Okay. So I'm going to be honest. Let's make a short story long. All right. This agenda, this 2030 movement that Charles Lawson, brother Charles Lawson was talking about, I've done, I done some reading up on it and I listened to some uh, some videos, some of them pretty long reluctantly. The reason I say reluctantly because it's so boring to me. You know, all this stuff, how we're going to make the world perfect and these 17 goals that we have. You guys really need to look, to look this up. I, I, I just say, look, if you're a reader... Read their goals because it's all on YouTube, man. It's, you can look it up on Facebook. It's, you can you can look at you can Google this stuff up. It's right there. I googled it up. These guys told me, okay, I'll, let me see this for myself because I don't want to just listen to nobody Lawson and all these guys. I want to look it up myself and see what's going on. And when I look it up myself and see it and everything, now they want they they're not they're in your face and telling you what they want to do. But if you were just looking at it in a worldly way or looking at it in a fleshly way, you say, well, I don't sound too bad, you know, all of us want the world perfect, all of us want to do all this, and we want we want to end poverty, we want everybody to, you know, be financially uh you know, stable and everything, have to depend on nobody else, we, we, we want that, you know, that's a good thing, yeah, it is a good thing, but think about this, all right and all that I was listening to, myself, when I looked at it myself, I did not hear nothing, one thing about God or Jesus or nothing. What I heard, listen to what I'm saying, what I heard was mostly we, I, our leaders, the world leaders, we got to do this. We got to start this. We got to do this for this country. We got to get this country to do this. See, in a discernment way, 
always reading between the lines what their goal is. And I'm going to agree with this other minister, and a lot of you probably won't. I believe some of them are sincere. Some of them really want to do that. They don't even know they've been deceived by Satan. Some of them are really sincere and want to do that. They, that the other group is really, you know, led by Satan. They just want to destroy everybody, and they want to rule the world like a dictator, like the old Caesars. Like the, uh, the old Nebuchadnezzars, you know, you know the Napoleons, you know the Alexander the Greats. But you notice uh, those those ones I mentioned, all of them failed. All of them finally went down hard. History repeats itself. I always say that history repeats itself. Repeats itself. Excuse me. When you try to be God and when you try to conquer the world yourself, all of all this dictatorship will fail. Hitler, Hitler, Stalin. Mile, all of them is going to fail because history repeats itself. Therefore, what they're going to do is going to fail also. And it's going to be tucking down by who you think? The Antichrist. The Antichrist. Now, all of this is what they're doing, even though a lot of them don't even know it. They're leading this, they're leading, that is leading up to this one powerful dictator they call the beast that Satan is going to enter. The Antichrist, you know, that's, this is all biblically. Now, what, I, what I'm doing right now is for I want the body of Christ, what I want the, the other newbies in the body of Christ to understand that we're in these times that the Bible is coming to fruition. It doesn't have to spell it out in the Bible, one, two, three. The, uh, the Apostle John didn't know what he was looking at when the when Jesus was revealing all these things to him, revelation just means reveal. He just apocalypse. Jesus revealing these things. Revelation revealed to John and what's going to happen in the future. John didn't understand all these weapons and that's why they sound so weird to us when we read revelation, this symbolic stuff because that's the only way John understood. But as we study the Bible and get teachers to teach us certain things, they start coming to fruition what these things mean. And that's the way I look at it the best way I can. I got to look at these things biblically. How does it add up? If I just look at it in a humanistic way, a globalistic way, I would say, man, this is a good thing they're trying to do. This is Wow, this is great, man. They're trying to make the world better. That's a good thing and everything. But when I add it up to what the Bible say in the last days, this world is going to be destroyed. This world is going to get more evil. So that's what I want you to do. Line it up. Okay, to what the Bible says about it. Don't look at it in your flesh, body of Christ. Don't don't look at it in your flesh. Line up, say, okay, there are 20 to 30 years old, and no one is, is, first of all, none of us is promised day by day, let alone 2030. You know, that's another big mistake, let alone 2030. But at the same time, this team, these guys been planning this for years. This is just not just started over two months ago, okay? And another thing I want you to remember, this has not got nothing to do with Donald Trump. Donald Trump just happened to be right in the middle of it, you know. If you're a President Trump fan, and I like the Trump, he had his mistakes and his issues, but I liked his policies. You know, I wasn't looking at his character or his money or his, his brashness or some of his arrogance. I was looking at his policies, and he had some good characters as well. A lot of people don't know what he's done, but this is not about Trump. Trump just happened to be the president at that time when he was being, you know, trying to do the things that make America first. You know, that's what they mean by nationalists. If you don't know what a nationalist means, nationalists mean you just, your country first. Take care of your country. Take care of your people first. 
Let your people be on top before you just start distributing everything in every other country. That's what a nationalist mostly means in my definition. Take care of your own first. A lot of households need to do that. Take care of your family first. That don't mean you don't help nobody, but make sure your family is taken care of first before you you know, you know start taking care of everybody else. That's what a nationalist means. Globalist means you want to take care and everybody come together as one. Now you look at God. God was mainly in a humanistic way a nationalist because he chose one nation to get the whole world saved. He excluded the other nations for a purpose not saying he did not love them but he used one nation to get everyone saved he used Israel you know as a nation to get the whole world saved but when Jesus came on the scene and then he died and then his redemption came then salvation came to the whole world but he used one nation first not everybody together you know he used one nation first Israel to bring the rest of the nations to salvation but they was disobedient they didn't listen so he used apostle Paul to the other nations but God always used all I mean was for the whole nations but he started off using Israel to bring the whole other nations to uh, to Christ you know but that's another story but the agenda when you have an agenda to bring someone down but I'm using as a nation when you have an agenda to bring a nation down you know agenda means you have a plan to do harm you have a plan to change something that you don't like so you have an agenda to do whatever means to change that or destroy that other person's or that other uh, 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 that other idea. I was looking at Ben Hur, one of my favorites. I love old movies as well as old music. But I was listening. I was looking at Ben Hur the other night, and uh, when uh, uh, Masala, the evil Masala, the one, the, the Roman Tribune, was taken over for another Tribune. He asked that tribune, why you ain't putting these radicals in jail, this, these Jesus lovers? I'm just paraphrasing, and he didn't say it that way. Why you not putting them in, locking them up or killing them, whatever, like that? And the tribune he was replacing responded that, how could you find something or stop something with an idea? You, how could you stop an idea? In other words, you, you, they're everywhere. You don't know who the leader is. It's an idea. Masala said this. Later on, he said, you know how you stop someone with an idea? With another idea. That's what's going on today. God's idea for mankind to be retained, to mankind to come believe in his son's death, burial, resurrection idea for all men to be saved want to be, is going to be want to be overlapped by Satan's idea that he's God and he wants to destroy you know if I, if I you know what I'm trying to say so look at this agenda in a, in a, in a, in a, in a round circle in a way you know there's an agenda, first of all, first of all, to bring down the morals of God. It's all about anti-God. It's all about anti-Christ. First of all, I want you to understand that body Christ first. It's all about anti-God. First of all, 
It started with the enemy. Satan been trying to bring the morals and the things of God down for years. With these, all these leaders was formed by Satan. But it was allowed by God. God brought them down. That's why I keep saying history repeats itself. With these great leaders in the past, they all finally got destroyed and tucked down. These great leaders. And I'm going I'm to I'm get into something else. There's an agenda. So that agenda doesn't make the world better. Sounds all good and everything, but it's all anti-God. It's all anti-God. And the reason they, they do, they talk like they do, like, like some uh, ministry said, the reason they talk like they do because all of them is anti-Christ. They don't believe in God. They just don't believe that's a creator. They don't believe in God. So they can talk about it boldly and openly now. Something they didn't do 15, 20, whatever years ago. They they can talk about it boldly and they can talk about it openly now. So, you know, and there's a lot of players in this. There's a lot of players. I ain't going to get into the names yet because I want you to look into these things yourself. There's a lot of well-known businesses, you know, that probably will shock you. And we probably, you probably work for them or whatever. And, uh, and I'm not going to get into the celebrities. That ain't about nothing. But it's a lot of top leaders that's part of this 2030 Great Reset movement. Okay? Body in Christ. 2030 Great Reset movement. It's called this GD. Uh, not Black Against the Disciple. <laughs> it's called the. Uh, uh, this GD. It's called this. Uh, SDG movement, which means Substantial Development Group. That's it. Substantial Development Group. This is the plan to bring around, bring in fruition a new world order, which I know that's the, what they're really trying to bring, even though some of them didn't even know it's happening because they're anti-God by 2013 is called the 2030 plan or the 2030 movement, which started in 2015. That's when it really started in 2015. We used to have different uh, things that uh, Broadway Chicago called Chicago Ideas. I don't know if a lot of you heard of that, that lives in Chicago or anywhere else. Chicago Ideas, you know, we had different, you know, different brainstormers, different what they call on masterminds, you know, different creators and everything. But the majority of them was mostly anti-God. It was what man is going to do. It's what it was I going to do. You know, blah, blah, blah. How are we going to make the world better? How are we going to free stop world hunger? How are we going to bring genders together and everything? Everybody respect the genders and whatever like that. Blah, 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 blah. See, all that been going on for a long time, but it's all anti-God. anti Christ. Most of them are atheists. They don't believe in God. Some might be agnostic, you know, in between, but a lot of them has already been bought, you know, and they ran by billionaires. They ran by some of the Rothschilds and, uh, you know, the Burlington's or whatever like that. They ran by different people. You got the Bill Gates. I'm going to mention his name and all of them into it. You got the Jeff Bezos, the leader of Amazon. They all into this stuff. Okay. Now, I'm not saying don't buy on Amazon no more, don't buy Microsoft. Those things are pretty decent. You can use it for the, the goodness of what you're doing and use it for the goodness of God. But I'm just saying these some of these people have some evil ideas. Check out some of the things Bill Gates is all on YouTube, what he do. You know, some things he, uh, him and uh, his wife, well, I don't know if she's still his wife now because they're going through a divorce, you know, are planning. But my point is... This agenda, this 2030 agenda that Charles Lawson and these other leaders are talking about, you know, we need to watch that. These 12 goals 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, it's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Now, okay, let me digress. Well, he was talking about, you know, all this is getting to pay uh, for the November 3rd election. This is an old tape. And what I mean by, oh, this is about a couple of years ago or the last election, not a couple of years, but before, you know, this this last election. OK, so this was back then. OK, when he was talking about that, this is a plan they already had. Now, you notice that he was saying certain things is already becoming to fruition. If you if you guys was paying attention, the mask mandates, the vaccines, all this is preplanned. I know you might not agree with me or whatever. It's okay. I'm not mad at you and everything like that, but I'm going to just throw it out there. It's always pre-planned because I look at it a biblical way. You know, it's always pre-planned. I might not agree on everything some of these guys say, but I see things myself. It was all pre-planned, a lot of this stuff. Like I was saying on my, saying on my last tape, uh, the 45 goals to bring down America. That been happening in the 1930s, and a lot of that came to fruition already, and a lot of you guys know that. It ain't got nothing to do with you being Democrat or Republican. But I'm going to say this one thing. If it came to two parties that I would vote for, I would vote Republican. Why? Because of the morals and the past ideas. See, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a policy person. And whatever's going to be best for America and whatever is uh, believes mostly in the morals of God and the Bible, first of all, that's the party that I'm going to go to. Now, they not really got it. They don't they don't have it together. Now, the Republicans, they're kind of in the middle at the time. But the Democrats is far left, the far left Democrats, the leaders of the Democrats, not the people that vote for them, because a lot of them are blind. They just vote they just be vote. They don't even look into this stuff, which is sad. And church, when you're doing it, it's sad. You know, you're going to be accountable for that. They're, they're just, you know, they're just uh, lost sheep. You know, the lost lambs, whatever you want to call them. I'm talking about the leadership of the Democratic Party has gone far left. Just look at some of their policies and all these movements. It's supported by the Democratic Party. Your Democratic leaders are supporting this stuff. The majority of the Democrats, I'm not saying all of them, but the majority of the Democrats supporting this stuff. But I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave that right there. Those were the ones that's into the parties. Neither party is going to save you. Another, neither party is going to save what's going on because they all going to get played. When the beast comes, they all going to get played. Okay. So I wanted you to hear that there is an agenda, anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-American, anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-American, and another one, anti-Israel. They're anti-Israel. The two top countries that they want to wipe out today, and I believe is America and Israel. But America has fallen so much to the left now, these woke movements, that America, I'm going to say this. And I, you know, not, a lot of people might not agree. America is going to fall. America is going to fall. We didn't became too arrogant. We we became too anti God. A lot of us, not not on me. 
us as in me and a lot of other believers, I'm just saying as a nation. And, you know, people say we need to pray and blah, blah, blah like that. It's just too late now because praying is not going to move God when you don't even accept his son. You're not even saved. So just praying don't mean nothing to God. God's, the will of God is you to be saved. And then coming to the knowledge of the truth, according to Second uh, Timothy 2 and 4. That's believing in his death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Believing in what his son done and accepting and trusting him as your savior. That moves God. Not you just praying. Because a lot of people think praying is the answer to everything. But no, believing in his son, Jesus Christ. What he done for you and accepting him what he done. And then you pray. See, you don't you don't get it. You get it all twisted. Just think you just can pray. Everybody in the nation just start praying. All the things stop. Something's going. Uh, God is going to just oh shed tears. No, God is a God of justice. God is a God. He does not change. He changed people the way in different dispensations, but he does not change. That means your prayer is don't mean nothing to God if your heart ain't right with Christ. I'm just going to put it blank. If your heart ain't right with Christ, I don't mean living perfectly. I don't mean not making mistakes or nothing like that because we all do that. Lord knows I do. Lord knows I struggle with a lot of things. But I'm just saying if your heart is not right with Christ, my struggling has been washed away because it's covered by the blood of Jesus. Let me say that again. My wrongdoings and everything is not right. You know, you know, far as that. But I'm just saying I am covered by the blood. My salvation is set. It's set in stone. I can say that boldly because the Bible said that the setting stone, I'm covered. But the, when you're not covered by the blood, when you're not, you know, you're not within Christ and whatever life had, you know, your prayers mean nothing. They bounce off the wall. I'm, I'm just going to be straight up with your body of Christ. Uh, uh, not body of Christ, but unbelievers. That's for my, uh, my desire. First of all, God's desire is for you to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. You can't come into the knowledge of the truth until you get saved first. And then you come into the knowledge of the truth. That's God's number one will for the day. Point blank. Okay. All right. I'm going to cut it right here, but I just wanted everybody to uh, listen to this. You know, I'm going to come with another one. It's going to be about Babylon. And uh, it's going to be a lot of mixture on what I'm going to be bringing up. It's going to be about Babylon. Who is Mystery Babylon? Uh, in the book of Revelation 18, Revelation 17 and 18, that great whore that the Bible called Babylon, the fall of the fall, the fall of Babylon is going to be devastating in the last days. Who is Babylon? I'm going to get into that. I'm, I'm going to have a comment on that, but I'm going to let some teachers really break it down, which is very profound and I think you need to listen to it you know but you know body of Christ so remember there is a 2030 movement going out there look it up look at YouTube if you want to uh, look up this uh, video that I just played it's called the agenda not the but agenda 2030 by Charles Lawson Lawson agenda 2030 you can find it on YouTube look that up you know far as that you know you got to search things out for yourself sometimes I'll be giving out certain things like that and I don't know if anyone even looking at you know going to get into this stuff you know or even try to search it because their mind is just caught up 
and just I'm covered with the blood or whatever like that. What you may be, but don't ignore the things going on around you. What should we do at these times? We need to just witness to people and, and, and bring them to salvation. We don't need to be out there protesting or whatever like that. If that's what you want to do. That's on you. And it's not me. We need to just be winning people to Christ and, and speaking up for the truth and try to look up for our country. You know, try to speak up for our country. Don't be anti-American. You wouldn't be as where you were not if you was anti-American. But that's on you. Body of Christ, be God searching. Love God over even over America. Let's talk about God. Let's lift up Jesus. Let's let's state biblically on what the Bible says was going to be happening in the last days. And the last and coming into the last days. In the last days, there's going to be a lot of nations destroyed. The world is not going to get better. There's man is too evil and does not even have the wisdom to make this world perfect because the creation, this earth is dying. In order for them to save this earth, they're going to have to stop the earth from dying. And the Bible talks about creation is moaning and groaning. <coughs> Excuse me. Waiting for that great redemption. How is man going to change that? <coughs> Remember also the Bible says it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So what, how are they going to save the earth when this earth is going to be destroyed in fire according to Second Peter? It's going to melt in fire. Then there's going to be another earth that's going to come down. It's going to be ran by Jesus as king and Israel and a thousand, after a thousand year millennium, then the new heaven and earth is going to be coming down because the old heaven and the old whole earth is going to be destroyed. Now me just saying that I to give you some type of idea that this 2030 thing is not going to work. It's not going to work because Things are going to get worse and then they do better. You know, that's all to it. Now, we're going to have some clips and some cups and some holes of things that's lifting up like the mass mandate and everything like that. Those mandates was on purpose. <clears throat> I'm not saying that it wasn't no COVID-19. Uh, all I'm just saying that they overplayed COVID-19 and COVID-19 was planned. Okay, let me say that again. I'm not saying there's no COVID-19, but COVID-19 was planned. You know, and it's going to backfire on them and everything because they can't. And uh, this about they, they the plan to have COVID going on for five years. That's new to me. It's not shocking, but that's new to me. I didn't even know that. So yeah, I thank God for Charles Lawson's and every and uh, Dr. Jeremiah's and different people that's really digging into this stuff. They do really digging into that paperwork and, and they got little. Uh, secret ways that they find out things. I see that. I look it up myself and I say, okay, you know, I'm going to need to do something about that. I'm going to get it out there. <clears throat> Whether you want to hear it or not, Body of Christ or Curiosity Seekers, I'm going to, on my show, I'm going to get it out there. I'm not a politician. I'm not a, a protester. I'm not a revolutionary. I'm a man of God that's going to bring truth and bring everything back biblically to you guys, okay? So I want to encourage you to you know, encourage yourselves like King David did. Encourage yourselves in the walk with God, you know. Seek out what God says about certain things and everything like that. Because, you know, man is not going to change nothing. This 2030 agenda, all this stuff, I look at it, whatever like that. Sometimes I get in the flesh and I just get mad. But at the same time, I say, man, my redemption is near. near. That means a rapture will be coming soon. Jesus be coming to get his church. I'm not looking for the second coming of Christ or nothing like that because Christ is going to, going to, I'm going to be with Christ before they even come back down to the earth. So I'm going to be there before a lot of ones waiting for the second coming of Christ. That's going to make it. 
<clears throat> okay? And I don't mean that out of error, because I'm just looking for the blessed hope, the rapture of the church, you know? Churches don't talk about that no more, because they've been bamboozled, hoodwinked and bamboozled, and just, you all you hear is prosperity teaching and everything, what God is going to do for you, God is going to bless it and everything. I look on Facebook, you know, God says he's going to do this and such and such a thing, or whatever like that. Y'all need to stop that, because you're lying. You know, or you're deceived. God is not saying none of that. God is not saying none of that. You know, you're not convincing me. That's why I don't put no likes or nothing on there. And I don't mean to be mean saying because I'm not. I'm just being real. That's why I be saying real talk and everything. You know, I don't like certain things. I don't put likes on certain things. We're just misquoted because God is not saying it. Where are you getting that from? You're deceiving people. People are struggling. People are really hurting. Stop throwing it out there. Most of all, you don't even know those scriptures really mean a lot of you if he was asked. A lot of you don't know what those scriptures really mean. You just throw them out there. You post them and then you know get mad if somebody don't say amen i'm not gonna say amen on nothing that's that's not in context with the bible it's not rightly divided in context i'm not gonna do that no joe not gonna do that you know but i just pray for you guys i know you mean well whatever like that and i'm, I'm just trying to let you please learn how to, i throw things on there i want you to see certain things i don't even know how many guys even look at it or even bother to look at i'm not I, you know i'm look at the uh some of the my podcast is one like that because maybe it could be a, a, a complacency or where you at or you just caught up with most of your traditional teachers in your church. But I'm just saying, learn to look at other things and look at the other side and learn how to rightly divide God's word and certain things you won't even be throwing out there because it, you know it's out of context. I'm saying this because I don't want you to mislead others and everything. That's why I don't put likes on certain things. But that's in Facebook. Well, that's another story. This is Joseph Brownlee, Real Talk. This is the body of Christ, Real Talk. I, I'm going to be, uh, in the future, I'll be, uh, my, the job thing is coming up and everything is going to be up to you guys to look up, you know, search these certain apps and everything because I, if I don't get feedbacks for links for me to send it to you, I can't send you a certain link to them, whatever like that. But I'm going to still throw the jobs out there to the people that's really looking for different jobs and different apps or whatever. I'm going to be throwing it out there. I'm going to have guests on there, physical guests. And I'm also going to have a lot of audio guests and I'm going to do some live shows or whatever like that. I'd like you to introduce also to my quiet storm. My quiet storm where I'll be just doing some praise and some silent music or some some the great beautiful nature sounds, some meditation sounds, you know, whatever like that. You know, praising God, lifting up gods and whatever like that. I, it's called the quiet storm. I'll be doing something called the quiet storm right here. So stay tuned for uh, the Body of Christ Real Talk. I hope you enjoyed this. Remember, there is a movement to bring down America. First of all, it's to bring down God and to bring down America. It's called the 2030 movement is called the Substantial Development Group. The 2030 movement, 17 goals to make the world better. 17 girl goals to make the world better by 2030. There is a move for the new world order already in fruition starting in 2015. God bless you. Peace out. First of all, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for giving me the, the utterance. Lord, I pray for the body of Christ and I pray in the name of Jesus Almighty Father. Thank you for another blessed uh, time with you. Thank you Lord for touching my heart Lord to seek you first in the name of Jesus and if there's anybody that needs to be saved, anybody that's listened to my podcast that want to give your heart to the Lord, trust Jesus 
what he done on the cross. His death, burial, resurrection. Go to 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. A death, burial, resurrection. All you got to do is believe what Jesus done, what he done on the cross, and you shall be saved according to 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. Trust Jesus as your Savior because that's what's the number one will of God, like I said. It's for all men to be saved and then come to the knowledge of the truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved and work when thou need not be in the shame, rightly dividing the word of truth. Stay in God. Stay in grace. Love you. Peace out. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.